0: From Dawn Passage giving chase at Shades of Last Year. Arcademus from Dawn
1: Passage, but Captain Rupi is descending on them quickly. And Captain Rupi takes the lead now in the gong of the 150. Not just running home to second. And then came Yamazaki, but it's a local victory. Captain Rupi for Brock Road, Wanna buy two links tonight. Evening punters. Welcome to another episode of Triple J Racing Weekly. Looking forward to another great weekend of racing. And uh, joined, as always, by my good friend Bryce Parker from Queensland. How you going there, mate?
0: Good, thanks, mate. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, all mic'd up this week. So, looking forward to a big weekend of winners. Uh, but I know you've got some sad news on your front, if
1: punters haven't already heard about it. Yeah, really sad day yesterday, mate, with uh, obviously the news, um uh, coming down in a routine jump out there at Kemba Grange. Um, unfortunately, passing away and obviously... A uh, really sad day for the Price Racing Stable, so we send our condolences to the team, um, connections and owners there, and every every racing fan that was touched by Canada Rupi story. Story, um, he had seven wins over his career, two and a half million dollars in prize money, including a pretty special win there in the gong last year on his home track. With a local rider for the local stable so special day there mate but um as you said really sad day so thoughts with everyone there and uh more sad news today as well mate Mugatu has retired
0: i know and what a superstar it's first up performance was um i was a bit worried where they were going to go from there i know it's had its fair share of issues but gee, that um the, the win uh when it was Oliver versus Bowman was an outstanding watch. So heck of a horse. Sad to see it uh, retire.
1: I reckon that race might go down in the history books, mate. That uh, All Star Mile with Oliver aboard, and then obviously Hugh Bowman getting up the inside rail and Mugatu in the really wet conditions. Um, some fantastic photos coming out of that race. So yeah, that was a really, uh, really, really good day, and um, obviously pretty sad. We I don't think we got to see the, uh, the best of both of them horses. So. Um, it is what it is, and unfortunately, a pretty pretty few sad days in racing. Um, you had a pretty good win for us last weekend, mate, on our, on your value bet. Scorched land in the midway, uh, $15 I think you found, so really good win there. And uh, did you have a, a pretty good weekend on the tips, mate?
0: Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, it was a really good ride there on, on scorched land, earth or land. It was just one of those days where, again... You know, a lot of that on pace and rail kind of stuff. Um, A couple of runs that I could easily forgive. And so I'm a bit weary coming into this weekend, mate. I know it's been, um, fence has been red hot. So I'm trying to look for things that are sort of close to the speed. But that ride on um, by Tommy Sherry was fantastic. He timed it really well. Just a massive weight drop uh, suited it. And yeah, it got the job done in good style. So I've got another really big weight dropper for us this week. So fingers crossed it can be a similar result.
1: Looking forward to hearing that one, mate. And it was a really good ride by Tommy Sherry. Uh, Mate, what were your thoughts on uh, the Group 1 wing stakes? Obviously, a pretty special performance by Animo. Um, Even though he found the inferior ground in the straight, he was pretty strong. And then I think the horse to follow out of the meeting might have been Fangirls.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And with the Animo, I said I couldn't catch him. So, you know, there he was winning first up, of course, but Profondo was enormous. I mean, it was in a really tricky spot. It looked to be trucking and then just condition gave way late, but you're right with your takeaways, mate. Um, The horse is airborne and if it can put it all together and sort of um, that first up effort was super. So yeah, I thought uh, that was really impressive. Obviously, Animo sort of uh, did what it what it probably should have done. Um, I know the odds were weren't amazing, but it's come back super. And how was it in the mounting yard?
1: Looking okay. He was alright at the start of his parade, but um, prior to heading out to the truck, he sort of got a bit warm there and had to get the second um, second walker carrying him around there in the in the parade ring, and he got really really hot. So. He was okay. a lot better than I have seen him in the past. But um, I guess the positive thing for Animo fans there is he's probably got still got improvement to come, and he definitely does. So, obviously, yep. um, a really special achievement to win another Group 1 straight-up first run as a four-year-old. So, he's definitely on the way up and a very, very special horse, mate. I'm uh, looking forward to this weekend, Rose Hill. we got a couple of Group 3 races for the three-year-olds later on in the day. Um, and I know you're pretty keen on a couple of races here, so we're almost covering the whole meeting at Rose Hill, so we better get into it. Uh, soft six, obviously a little bit of rain predicted tomorrow and Saturday, so we'll have to keep our eyes on that. Rail in the true position, and as you, as you touched on already, it's um, been a pretty on pace track in the recent, recent weeks and months, so we'll see how that pans out on the weekend. I think with the rain around, it might be a little bit fairer, but... I think you're going to kick us off in the tab highway, mate, race one with the selections. Um, so I'm interested to hear your thoughts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going with my man. I'm going with two picks here. I'm going with my man Gibbons. And I know with Zaru, you look at the two wins from 23, which is a concern. Uh, is Can it put two in a row together? But then you go look through the uh, opposition, mate. Not many of these are really, you know, putting wins together. Uh, the last time Gibbo was aboard Zaru, he's, uh, he's one out of two aboard, and that was the second was the other steer. So he's one of the other handful of jockeys that have ridden Zaru to win. And this is a similar assignment, mate. If you look at how it gets in with the weights, it's only up one kilogram. Yes, it only won by a head, but it maps to perfection here. And we know Gibbo is going to give it a peach. One to keep an eye on, mate. And I, I jumped on at 41s. It's already half its price. Um, Highways are my bread and butter, but king of spades. Forget last run and pulled up lame. You go have a look through its form. Second to Good Omens by a head. Good Omens won the other day. Second to Blessed Award, who's got good upside. Beat some deal who took out a highway beat Rent-A-Rock. So I think uh, King of Spades with Willie Pike is an enormous odds at the $41. I marked it $7 uh, when I did my pre-race market. So when I saw the 41, I had a good giggle and had a crack. So I still reckon the 20s is a fantastic bet. Um, horses pulled up lame, and that's why we're getting a price.
1: Yeah, I like that, mate. And I do have a good friend of mine that's um, got a reasonable connection with the Daniel Sieb stable, and he's been in my ear this week telling me that, um, King of Spades is well over the odds and absolutely flying back home. So I think we need to take note of that. And as you mentioned already, you know, there's been a lot of money for the horse. So I think you're on the money with both of them two horses, mate, the top weights. I thought Zaru was pretty good there last start and obviously uh, was able to win a Class 3 highway as a as a Class 1 horse, which is, you know, not always easy to do. So three kilogram claim to Zaru is a pretty good, um, pretty good placement by the team. And I can see why they want to come here again, especially with a bit of rain forecast. Uh, race and two.
0: Sorry to cut you yeah. off, mate. Speaking of a uh, bit of money coming for it, what about Japanese Emperor? 101 into 15s and ran past him like it was winks in the first at Sandown. Gee whiz!
1: <laughs> yeah, a bit of money there. Talk about a plunge. Um, <laughs> they definitely got that one right. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Race two, mate. 1500. The agency real estate. Um, I don't want to mention this horse's name again and, and uh, bring up memories of, of last last start. But Frumos is the favourite at two dollars. Um, do you like Froomos, mate, or are you you're playing around here? Look,
0: I it's it was one of these things where I wrote uh, pre-race. I said, look, the bookies are going to put up even money or less. They love a moral beaten. They love something where everyone saw, everyone ranted. You're never going to get a good price about a horse that has that. And the thing is now, mate, even though I think FromOS is an absolute uh, star, it's either going to put in a flat run, Huey gets stuck from barrier eight again because the map's tricky or it gets the job done. I can't have those variables at the two dollars and the uproar on twitter if the same thing happens it's going to be brutal if it's on rail on pace it's going to be tough to win it's just you know like it could put in a flat one it's been up for a while so i saw the dollar 90 and i went i knew bookies would do that but straight into hope in your heart for me made it 12s because it was jogging next to frumos and the thing here is with the map with timmy clark i just want him to go hands and heels get get me on that rail At $12, you're getting six times the price of Frumos. I thought it was very unlucky. And um, Timmy Clark. So, honestly, mate, I'm 50-50. Frumos wins or it's going to be an absolute nightmare again. Um, And, yeah, Twitter explodes. So, I couldn't take the twos. I'm with hope in your heart each way. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, I thought we would get a little bit more money after what happened last start. And obviously, you know, we need to take into account that uh, we're still at Rose Hill again. So, you know, not much change there. Obviously, I think this time around, with the track being in that soft range, it'll be a lot fairer and horses will be able to make up ground. Um, but I'm sort of in the similar position to you looking at the odds and thinking it's a little bit short. In saying that, I wasn't too keen to tip anything to beat it. I think you, I think, um, Fremoss will win on Saturday, um, as long as the track plays okay. Hoping yards are to one to follow. Well, I still think second up at 1500 is probably still a little bit short for her, um, yeah. but she's certainly a horse to follow getting out to the 18 to 2000 meters plus. And, um, I know Kerry Park is quite happy with. How hope in your heart's traveling. Um, the other runners, I think Mystic Mermaid's been up for a little while now. And um, I know had a bit of a freshen up and second up here. Pretty competitive horse. I think, um, you know, she'll be in the race as well. But I think is going to get over the top of them late here. And uh, I think the 1,500 metres will suit. And I, and I have no doubt that uh, Huey Bowman's going to just go to the outside this time around. He's Otherwise, he's going to get in trouble from the stewards once again. So Fremont's hard to beat from one, mate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. and I'm. Um... As you said, I I can't disagree. It's it's likely going to win. I, I've just seen many, many better $2 pops in mine, only because of the map, the track. It's the same setup, mate. And I just have a feeling it's going to be that same. Um, punters that don't know racing that well see that happen again. They go, oh, this is just a nightmare. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking one or the other happens, mate. It's either going to be a butcher again or it'll win with a leg in the air.
1: Absolutely, and I think uh, when, when Froomos' career finishes, I think we're all going to see a horse that was much better at Randwick than, he was, uh, than she was at uh, Rose Hill, so I think you're on the money there, Rose Hill's not the right track for the horse, but um, you know here she is going around with Hugh Bowman aboard, and we'll see how she goes. Race three, uh, we've got a 2000 meter benchmark 78, Chris Waller has the favourite in Born a King with your man Gibbo aboard, and uh, you've got a winner for us here.
0: Yeah, it is, my man. I'm sticking with him, mate, because if you go have a look at how uh, Born of Kings weighted, same weight here, Gibbo aboard, absolute maps a treat, and two out of three at the track, just loves Rose Hill. So I'm no stone left unturned here, mate. I'm going with the horse that loves the track. I probably would like it good to soft. I don't want it heavy for Borna King, but look, he he's first up run on a soft track behind Lyrical Lad, Reid Super, for this. Um, I think the 2000 suits well. One out of two over the track and trip. And At the end of the day, mate, you go have a look through the field. Not a whole lot of these have much form going on. I know I'm going to get a peach from Gibbo. Head of state, um, is a big improver at tens. It's a really good horse but it's probably been hit with a few heavy tracks I think. So if they push that in, I'll be I'll be pretty keen to get involved but not a whole lot of form in this, mate. I'm pretty keen to take a King at Rose Hill. Any other track, I probably wouldn't be interested. Have you got anything in this one?
1: Well, I had the exact same thought you did, mate, and um, was keen to back a King if the track was in the good range, but I'm a little bit concerned that we're going to be on a soft seven. You know, uh, it all depends on what rain we get tomorrow, but they are predicting five to six millimeters. So if we get that, I think that the track will definitely be that soft seven range on Saturday. And I think he's better suited on a, uh, on a good track. The other runner I was half interested in was Ila Um I just think finally getting out of the 2,000 metres will suit. Midfield draw with Jay Mack aboard. Uh, I think she's got got a bit of ability, and I think she's racing like she needs ground. She just doesn't seem to have that little bit of a turn of foot, and um, that's that hasn't been working over those short trips. So I'm definitely interested in Ilafare at the 2,000 metres, but I think it's a really open race, and um, it's a really hard one to decide who's going to win. So I was happy to sort of stay out of that race, to be honest.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Uh, Race five, I'm keen to get involved in this one. Um, It's the Schweppes Benchmark 100, over 1,400 metres. I'm pretty keen on Grace and Harmony, the bottom weight there. Uh, I thought she was absolutely super. She tried well leading into her return where she was really good savage in the line late um, in a race that Pizarro and Nifla came out of. Both of those runners obviously won last Saturday in pretty nice style. Um, I thought she was the strongest of those runners late. And it was obviously on a track that didn't really suit coming down the outside and there was no tempo there at all. So the way she was able to pick herself up off the canvas and savage the line, um, in a race with no speed, I thought it was excellent. And this race here, we get an extra hundred meters. We get a lot more tempo in the race. We get a fitter horse. And I just think that, you know, she's going to get every chance from that draw there barrier too. So soft ground, no concerns, no weight. Um, I'm really keen on Grace and Harmony. I think she's going to be one of my better bets on the program. And I'm interested to hear if you agree with me or you're against.
0: Yes, uh, I think if McAvoy finds clean air, it's all over. Um, Grayson Harmony was the first uh, uh, horse I backed on Wednesday when markets opened. Saw the $4.50 or whatever it was. And I had a good crack, mate. I think it's going to be winning. Uh, I'm a bit worried about Old Flame. I know it did well last prep, likes this trip, runs well fresh. But Grace and Harmony has shown huge potential and that return run set back on track. I think if McAvoy can weave a path, uh, it's all over. Should be winning.
1: Well, I completely agree, and I think um, it probably is a good point to mention there. Karen McAvoy, he's just a little bit out of touch at the moment. I think he had a ride last weekend on too much to bear, and I just couldn't understand what what sort of happened there. But I know these riders do go in and out of form, but I think he's in one of the coldest patches of his career at the moment, K Mac, and I think he needs a horse to really get him back into gear. And hopefully, it's grace and harmony for us and uh, and listeners. Yeah,
0: he's extremely cast at the moment. Um, he and an absolute gun. He's been a very good jockey for a long time, but this this last year, mate, off, he's just been nowhere.
1: I think that's why um, you know we, we're so caught off guard, surprised by because yeah, he's such a good rider. And I think at the moment he's just I don't know. I guess these things happen in racing. It's the same as me, my everyday life. You know, you just you have your days and you have your your, your moments where you're not going real well. But yeah, I think he needs a some sort of horse to really get him his confidence. And I think uh, this might be the one on Saturday. Race six is the Ned Whiskey Benchmark 78 over 1,100 metres. Uh, great race this, and we've got a really progressive horse in fire that's the favourite. Um, I want you to tell me who you think going to win first. Yeah, it's a good
0: race, mate. I was a little bit underwhelmed with fire last start, but that second up uh horse can put in a poor one. I think this is just genuinely a race in two because quick tempo, they booked J Mac straight away. And I I thought Quick Tempo was going to run dead last. Uh, tipped at last start, and it really picked up late. If you go watch the replay, it just starts to really build the revs on a track that probably didn't suit. Um, but then again, I, I just think J Mac on, um, Gibbons off, which is, you know i have huge opinions of both of them but they're not going for the claimer here so the horse must be flying they've backed it in i have probably got a quinella them mate fire and quick tempo i couldn't really split them if fire brings its best it probably wins and van giz is probably the roughie, but i was keen on that first up and it was a bit poor who are you sliding with mate you got the tempo or are you with fire
1: oh, i've got the exact same thoughts as you do. i i've got them both <laughs> written down here Fire and quick tempo and i just think yeah that- the situation is you've got a dollar ninety about one and four sixty the other. And uh, you know, if it was the other way around, I'd be back in fire. But you know, I think Quinella's probably the way to go. I think you're probably right there. Um, I think one thing we need to note is that we saw it a few weeks back with J Mac going on Shades of Rose. You know, he just has that real good connection with the horse. Um, he gives him the right feel. And I think, you know, Kim going aboard quick quick tempo is going to give that horse the opportunity. Um, fire, look. Fire's been doing some special things, but there's no doubt about it. It's been in weaker grade. um Was run down by a chain of lightning last start, who, you know, probably prior to that run would come to a race like this and not be as short as what fire is at the moment. So you got to take that into account. um But I just think both of them have a reasonable draw here. I think they're both going to fight it out. I think quick tempo is going to need a good ride because for mine, he's probably more been a thousand meter horse over his career. And uh, we're at the 1100 meters this time. But, um, yeah, look, they look standouts. However, I, I'm in a similar boat. I can't take a dollar ninety fire because I wouldn't be surprised if he was beaten, and that's usually the way I look at those shorties. Um, if I think that it's going to completely surprise me if they lose, then I'm happy to back it. But it, it wouldn't shock me at all if Quick Tempo beat Fire here, so I'm happy to side with Quick Tempo, and um, I think it's going to be a fascinating end to the race.
0: Yeah, if, if I was on sports bet mate, I'd just be putting whatever you put on a race. Um, with the with the money back for top four because Quick Tempo is going to run top four and at the end of the day you either get that bonus, you have a crack at the next race or you win with the $4.50 rather than just going
1: fire. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have a look at the first Group 3 race of the day here, mate, which is the, the Bowman's up-and-coming stakes, 1,300 metres. Um, I'm pretty keen on Basquia. I might be going off maybe a run short. Um, obviously, he's going to be better suited out in trip. However, I really like the way that he's been held back in these two trials recently. Um, both of them have been over 900 meters on the Rose Hill track where he races today. Um, and he just hasn't been let go at all. He seems to be in good order. And I think that they might ride quiet here, knowing that a few of these horses are going to go pretty quick early, especially the Kaibu coming from a wide draw. Kaibu and Hell I Am coming from wide. I think they're going to inject a lot of tempo into this race. And we'll probably likely have Basquiat alongside Conquer at the back of the field there. And uh, I think while both of them are looking for more ground, I really like the fact that J-Max on Basquiat. And, uh, you know, I really think he's going well. And I think that he's going to be one of the strongest horses late in this race. And he's proven on a heavy track as well. So the wet ground, you add in there the wet ground with a couple of these horses first up. um, I think that a few of them might be brought undone. Basquiat can get further out in trip than the thirteen hundred. He can handle a heavy track. We got two dollar forty odds about him getting a place, so I just think he looks a great each way, each way bet here, mate. And I think Conqueror is going to be flying home late as well. Um, have you got any opinion of that race? I'm in the same boat, mate. I backed uh, Basque out straight away because with
0: these sort of big ones where I can't split, um, a few of the runners. Who's the best jockey on? And it's J Mac and he's gone with that. And I think that's a big statement for mine. Uh, I'll never forget the day he declared Bella Nepatina. He jumped on Bella Nepatina. And sorry to bring it up again, sat wide <laughs> and and again went amazing. I'm interested, mate, um, the fact that Barry jumps off back rower, who I thought was a solid chance and goes on Ringmaster, who I know um of yeah, we were both pretty interested in early days. Um, just grinded that that made win in sunny coast, but he trialed on ringmaster and he's on. He's on it at 20. So that's that's caught my eye a bit. I'm going to keep an eye on those. And, um, yeah, apart from that, mate, it's wide open. Basquiat has the ratings. I think it's produced one of the best ratings out of this bunch. I know Lethal Thoughts, uh, one of the owners had a pretty big raps on its chances. Um, but you've got to take stable mail with, with a grain of salt sometimes. Um, so it's a really cracking race, mate. Charlatan um, probably wants a drier track. And Conqueror, I haven't even touched on the favorite. So uh, I, I agree, mate. I've backed Basquiat as well. And I'm really weary of Ringmaster. Um, if Berry's trolled it and jumped off back row and gone on that, then might be worth a spec at the 20s.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I hope that uh, Charlotteson, as you just mentioned, then I hope he races at Kemba Grange in race one on Saturday. Uh, the odds aren't mm. out yet, but I think he's been a really winnable race down there and it hasn't rained here at the moment yet. So that'll really suit the horse. Uh, The next race is a really super one as well. The San Domenico Stakes, obviously a lead-up race to the Golden Eagle um, for three-year-olds once again. I'm pretty keen on one here at a reasonable price. Uh, For mine, I think Swiss Exile, he's just a proper bulldog, this fella. He can sustain a really fast gallop for a long time, and he he can get horses off the bridle early, you know, really chasing hard and, um, you know, they they, they get out of their comfort zone, whereas he just seems to be able to truck along and, and kick clear once again. Um, which is a a really exciting thing for Connections and the horse, but Barrier 7 here, I can just see him shooting forward and I don't think anyone on the inside is going to be able to match him for toe early which, uh, you know, leaves him in a really good position. I think the Roseville track over 1,100 metres is ideal for him and his two trials recently, they have been absolutely superb. His first one Clippo was literally handlebarring him, holding him back not Mm -hmm. letting him go and then he was able to let him go in the second one and, and I just love what I saw and I think Rose Hill, 1100. we got a horse putting himself on the speed with $9.50 odds. I'm keen. Um, Obviously, a little bit more of the place, But, yeah, Swiss Exile for me, mate. I thought he had a really good prep last time around. And I think he's going to have another good preparation this time around. So, what are your thoughts here?
0: Is that the in-secret trial that you're talking about? No,
1: nah, uh, talking talk about Swiss Exile. Um, oh, sorry, I
0: mean, um, Swiss Exile came second. But I think in-secret was... Find it possibly,
1: yes, it was. Yeah, that's um, the trial I'm
0: talking about. Yeah, mate, I'm with Swiss as well. Um, and as, as we always say, we don't speak about these beforehand, but um, I just can't f- forget that win you where you gave me the mail to back it. And it's running style is great. Best of Bordeaux look, market hasn't missed it, it's got a place in the fire burn. There's no illusions that it's hard to beat here. I took the eights about Natuno pretty quickly. I know Golan's got a massive opinion of Natuno, so I'm really weary there. And, how good's the form coming out of Zucarino's race? I mean, everything just keeps winning. <laughs> Zoo Tiger, super impressive. So this is a cracking race. You've got to respect Spacewalk as well. So I've jumped onto Tuno and Swiss Exile, mate. But I, I do think Best of Bordeaux can carry the weight and win. It's got outstanding form. And if JMAC, you know, produces some magic from Barrier 9, well, this could be all over. But I'm with you, mate. Swiss Exile, jump on the bunny, and um, we're getting
1: 9.50. That's well over the odds. Yeah, I think it's an absolutely cracking race. And as you said, I mean, that Spacewalk and Zucarino race, Zucarino has been pretty special in his performances because he's won races that I don't think he he likely should have won and uh, really strong at the end of them races. Spacewalk threw it away last time. But I'm just hoping Swiss Exile can come onto the scene. he take that good trial for him. I think he's a pretty talented horse, so... Just think, he's the one that's a little bit over the odds, and in a race where I can't crunch crunch down on one, I'd rather take the ten and two dollar seventy about one that I think is going to be right there and run. The, he's, he'll run the eleven hundred right out. He'll keep running. It'll be hard to slow up. So yeah, that's why that's why I'm keen on him. Um, we finished the program at race ten, mate. The Fujitsu General Benchmark eighty eight. The current favourite is Shades of Rose. We have got double oh well not double figure odds, but uh, we have got two dollar odds about Shades of Rose. Um, do you think Shades of Rose is going to win this one, or are you you happy to play around? Well, they gonna steer
0: clear, mate. I think that um that'll be my get out stakes. The one beforehand, hopefully Swiss just ends a day in style. Uh I, I have a good opinion of Shades of Rose, but still, you know, weary, it can do a few things wrong. Uh Barrier five, J Mac will probably land on the bunny and it'll it'll probably win. Then again, though, mate, you've got Hellfest at 13s and it's not a bad horse. Mao Tires, pretty tricky to catch, but good when on song. Um Heavy deck's going to be a question mark with with that one. Um, beaten out of sight as, as a two dollar 80 pop on a heavy deck. And and I mean, conscript is flying, yeah. So if it's a really on pace bias, conscript should be backed in, shouldn't it? It's
1: a good out, out stakes, made. Who are you? are you with the rose? It's a great get out stakes here. And yeah, just being a rose still again with Jay McAvoy from a good draw. I'm happy to be with Shades of Rose, but. Interesting to note, I was really keen to hammer down on um, Sir Lemur in Melbourne. And, and and I thought that it was such a winnable race down there for her. But while I was taking Sir Lemur out and racing her here, so there's probably a little bit of confidence that she might run well. And um, if Hellfest races here and not Melbourne as well, I want to look at her. But I think Shades of Rose is going to be hard to beat. Mm. Speak, speaking of Melbourne, mate, I've got a couple of runners down there I'm pretty keen on. Um, the trucks come up a heavy eight this morning with a little bit of rain. I think there's a little bit of light rain until the race day. So I think we'll be on a soft seven down in Melbourne as well at Caulfield. So I think runners will probably come slightly off the fence down there. Race two, I've got one, I think Lady of Honour, $3.20. This is the race that I was really keen on, Sarah Lemur. And when um, she came out, I uh, I thought Lady of Honour was going to be hard to beat. I well, thought she peaked on a run first up in a race with a, an absolute stack of speed set by Invincible Jet, which just got the, a few gaps in the field and you know, when you're first up, it's not an ideal situation and, and the winners of the race come down the outside, whereas she sort of trucked up behind and went along the fence and I think she honestly just peaked on a run. They won't go as quick in the 1,400 metre race here. She'll put herself into the into the space, into, into a good position from barrier three and there's less tempo. Less tempo, fitter, a few ticks, good draw. Um, I'm keen to back Lady of Honour at $3.20. Did you have an opinion of that race?
0: Uh, I'm going to stick clear of this one, mate. But yeah, Lady of Honours, um, you know, they backed it heavily first up and they've backed it again here. So it's obviously going really well. Uh, it's going to be hard to beat. It doesn't look, as you said, to be a stack of speed. So um, Bam's on fire. Geez, how do you catch that thing? Um, it does love this track, but it needs a win, it needs a place, I think. So. Um, yeah, Lady of Honour, really hard to beat, mate. And uh, Groovy kind of love. I'm not convinced is really measured up to the right level. It's always around the mark, but it's three from 17. So, I think Lady of Honour is a winner, mate. I reckon it's going to be really hard to beat.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's another interesting race. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on race five. Um, I'm pretty keen to stick stick with Af Cabin. Obviously, uh, I know that he beat nothing of note um, second up first go in Melbourne but the clock read really well last 600 were, was rock solid sectionals um, despite not really being asked for anything with Jamie Carabort she obviously sticks here third up and rock hard fit against a couple of horses that are fresh um, and I think you know drawn well from barrier three I just think she's an exciting prospect and I reckon that the stable have known for a long time well sorry him I'm talking about yeah Afkab and he he's a cult um, I think that the stable have known for a long time that he's going to be a pretty special horse so I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes on Saturday. And I think man in the mirror is probably over the odds. Are you got an opinion of that race? I oh, find mate. I had to write a preview for it as well. Um, <laughs>
0: it's 3.30 into 2.40. So there's your confidence. And they had a lot of confidence in Zapateo. Uh, I saw James Cummings in, in the interview, and he just said, yep, they expected it to win. So I think you might be onto something, mate. They might just be thinking it should brain these. Uh, Zambagini's done nothing wrong and um, I know that they would prefer it off the speed, but Vegeta Sand probably didn't exactly frank the form, and I wanted to see how Lascars went today, but it got scratched. Chiquino's got talent. It's just a bit of a head case, um, but when it puts it together, it has a good turn of foot. And um, Dumier and uh, you've also got a couple others there that should be around the mark, but yeah, I think gaff Cabin, mate, if they're backing it in and the money's on and they probably expect it to win, it's, it's going to be pretty hard to beat. Barrier three, Jamie Carr, good luck.
1: Yeah, I thought, um, you know, last night when I wrote the odds up three dollars twenty, I thought, yeah, that'll be all right. We're keen to crunch down on that on Saturday, and then I've like opened it up tonight and it's two dollars forty, so mm. they've certainly come for it with no scratchings. And, and as we always speak about, mate, that Sydney form stands up i know that we we can't really call it sydney form but myoshi has been doing pretty good things after that um you know the debut run that af cabin chased chased my Oshie down so i think that's pretty yep. exciting uh we'll go to the the group one race on the program now mate the memsey stakes uh the current favorites are alligator blood riding in the jerry harvey colors for the first time and also western empire at five dollars fifty um obviously a stack of tempo on this race and i'm pretty keen to back to Fane. Um, I just think she has a few ticks here from the inside gate on her favorite track and, and trip for that matter. And I think she's going to box seat behind what I predict step dancer to be the leader. I think from three, free, there's no way Tafana is going to jump slow and let anyone take the box seat. Um, so I think um, joy McNeil aboard as well. Such a good booking. She's had three jump outs in readiness for this first up run. Uh, I think that'll put the fitness, right in the great position for this. And I think this is a bit of a target race first up. Well, we know that a couple of these other runners, especially the top two in the market or top two on the, on the weights on Thunderstruck and cascading, they got bigger plans in mind later on. Um, And I think that, you know, it's that good, good solid price. we get seven and $2.50 a place. So good rider booked, handles a wet, wet track. Uh, I think to finance a pretty good each way price in the, in the Memzi. Uh, What's your thoughts in that race?
0: Yeah, I agree, mate. And it's it was really hard to split these. Um, but yeah, I was with Tefane as well. Just ticks the boxes. I'm Thunderstruck. Got a massive push from Mick um, Price, but Tefane did beat it well last time. Um, I've never like Alligator Blood representing the Queenslanders. I've never won on it, and Oliver on. So there's there's a non-winning recipe for me. <laughs> um, you know, Cascadian's going to be around the mark, but do you trust it? Western Empire. I remember last um, prep. When Pikey was on, I absolutely smacked that at short odds and um think he was uh done for the ride. So out of uh form, fine is probably the one, isn't it, mate? Juice is gonna be over over longer. And uh even non-conformist, I was saying to Lloydy last night, can run a bottler I know it'll, it'll want further, but um, you look at its fresh runs, it's never been far away. It'll be steaming home if they really set a good tempo. Elation's amazing upside, mate, but 650 in this race, oh, I wouldn't be taking that.
1: Yep, totally fair, mate. All those comments. Uh, just a couple from around the grounds from yourself before we uh, – well, not around the grounds, from my local track, Kemba Grange, before we get into our best bets and, and value for the weekend. Um, the odds aren't out yet, so this is purely just um, off form I've done this afternoon. I think Charlatan in race one, he's been chasing firm ground and it might not be too bad down here. He finds a very winnable race. I've got Buenos Notchos in race three. Um, mm. He won a deep maiden there at Canterbury and he trialed really well the other day in that trial we're talking about before with Swiss Exile in it. Uh, so I, obviously I'm really keen on Swiss Exile and I thought that the trial of this horse, Buenos Notchos was, was, was quite good as well. Um, another one that I think is in a, in a very winnable race. And, and the other one I found really interesting, mate, perfect thought. Race five heads down to Kemba Grange. Um, he's a horse that mm. I've had Black Book for a long time, really keen um, Bred to get out in and trip, and, and I've been following him since early doors. So I think he's definitely due for a win and finds a good race. He'll be better third and fourth up, though. Um, you haven't got anything from around the grounds before we head into the best bets? Just tomorrow, mate um, Golden
0: Passport, Gosford Race 4. You go have a look at the form behind it, and um, it's it's run third behind Arnold, who absolutely brained them yesterday, and the horse in second speak now, one with the leg in the air early in the week. So Barrier One Abdullah sticks. It'll be up on the speed Waterhouse style at Gosford. Only horse I'm probably worried about in that race. I I, I could happily back Golden Passport eighty percent Father's Day twenty percent. It's got the and I hate to say the name, but it's got the left reeling form. Um, <laughs> So, you know, avoidance is one again, left reeling. Um, it didn't actually bolt in. It just won by a length or so, but seemed to have a bit in hand the other day. So that hit the line well enough. And Father's Day actually kept shifting into JMAC on left reeling. So it was a bit all over the shop. So thank you, Father's Day, for that. Um, but I'll be going 80% Golden Passport, 20% Father's Day. I just reckon this is an absolute race in two. And um, almost Cryderas is in there at $6. It's Cryderas. So maybe that's got the same running pattern as Crideris. But Golden Passport, mate, that Arnold form, I think, really stand up in a maiden.
1: Yeah, that was a really good performance by Arnold the other day. It sort of Huge. caught me off. I thought the horse was a little bit under the odds there, but really caught me off guard and, and bolted in. So, yeah, I missed that one. Mm. Um, best bet for me, mate, race five at Sydney, Grace and Harmony. I mentioned before, I just think that she was really good there first up and we got a bit of fitness now. Second up, um, so $3.30 with plenty of winners coming out of the race. pretty keen on her chances as long as the track plays fair uh who's your best bet
0: yeah i i probably would go with two i think grace and harmony is a fantastic bet so you're on to something there mate um but look i'm gonna go uh race number one in the highway i'm just gonna throw it out with uh king of spades i know the 40s is gone but um whenever a horse runs lame and it's two prior runs. It's run second with subsequent form barrier to Willie Pike. I think it'd be right there when the whips are cracking. I think that five fifty a place is, is amazing.
1: Yeah. The form prior to that performance was really, really good about uh, King of Spades. So from the draw with Pikey, well, like you said, I think, I think it's going to be a pretty good little each way spec at small odds to kick off your Saturday. Uh, my value bet for the weekend, mate, is Swiss Exile in race nine. Uh, currently, still nine dollars. But yeah, as I said, I was really keen on his chances and rose to eleven hundred. You get a horse going to jump on the bunny and run, and I think run right, run it right out. Um, yeah, he's he's going to be my value bet for the weekend at nine dollars. Um, you obviously had a pretty large odd best bet there. Have you got any anything else? Add a bit of value for listeners.
0: I actually uh, just opened up the Swiss Exile page to say Swiss Exile. So <laughs> I'm backing that in Natuno and going against the best, what I think is the best horse in the race is best of Bordeaux. Um, I just think backing those two each way is a really good go. And as you said, mate, Swiss Exile, this sets up for it. And Natuno, I know Golan has a massive opinion of it and, Midnight in Tokyo, true crime. We've been seeing some good winners out of its races. And bear in mind, Golan said when it just got there in that open company in Gold Coast, it didn't quite let down on the heavy, um, but it's trod like an absolute jet. And um, I know on a non-bogless track, it's going to go close. Um, and, and I know Golan said it's his potentially his best ever. So I'm respecting those wraps. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You gotta respect that, mate. And you better get in the gym tomorrow morning and say hello to Golan on the on the treadmill there, so we can get a few <laughs> more tips. <laughs> Thanks Absolutely. for joining. Thanks for joining me once again, mate. And hopefully, um, hopefully, there's plenty of winners there for listeners. Thanks very much, mate. Good luck, everyone. Cheers, guys.